Chapter 27 Remember, Remember, Always Surrender The panther was quite unusual, and never would I have guessed that a big cat could be so tender. This grand feline was full of wisdom and experience, and even his body was like a paradox, both muscular and slender. His energy was contagious, as his eyes pierced through all realities in view, and then we journeyed onward into the depths of his kingdom, where even death seemed fresh and new. Ever since his eyes turned green, he was filled with gentle inquisitiveness, like a child first exploring life. Holding on to him, I saw how this new world was filled with potential, since everything contained a sense of sacredness. It was only through the mystery of death that the value of life became essential. Following his powerful presence, I was enamored by his curiosity, and my spirit was ignited while I held him. I was starting to believe that my spirit glowed just as bright as Brother Fire's luminosity. Even though this place once appeared empty and barren, I now saw that the emptiness is a space we could draw from. The desolation was no longer depressing and obscure, but rather it was filled with openness and unique potential. The longer I stayed with the panther, the more I knew him to be my true king and protector. Walking forward with my beloved, I fell in love with all the possibilities ahead, and this panther was so unusual and rather quirky. For no reason at all, we'd be sitting to rest before the big fuzzy cat would press his whiskers all over me, knocking me on my back. The dark goddess would giggle from within my heart after he'd start thumping his forehead against my back and shoulders. All the while he'd be purring like a motor, almost too excited, and then he'd climb on top of me and I'd erupt with bliss. Nuzzling into my neck, we'd roll on the ground together, laughing non-stop, but he just kept going, purring and loving on me when tears of joy erupted down my face. And how could I deserve this? It wasn't me who freed this panther, but rather there was a collection of events that occurred, and I suppose the panther watched them unfold just like I had. His green eyes rejoiced in the moment as I tried to make sense of what it felt like to discover new life after one dies. As we explored deeper, I reminded the panther how much I adored him, and how I never wanted to leave his kingdom, but I was still curious about the other kingdoms too. Maybe if we went back to the exact middle where all the kingdoms converged, to the high altar where the panther's cage used to be, then I could look in all four directions and see the entire universe. After pleading with the panther, he agreed to take me there on one condition. He was adamant that I hang on tight to ensure his yellow eyes never came back. When we reached the steps of the great temple, I saw this pyramid had four sides all centered on the eternal flame. Making our way to the top, I looked out over the four kingdoms and realized that life and death were one and the same. Then a thought crossed my mind, and I began to wonder about the remains of his cage. All I had to do was let go of this panther for a moment to see if this truly was a high and holy stage. My hand let go of his back when the mountain of ashes returned as his prison reappeared. What I saw was more troubling than I remembered. It was even worse than I feared. It was so dark and dreadful, with the most atrocious smell seeping out from the cage. The fire heated the feces and horrors that I could not fathom, for this truth was so hard to swallow, worse than any lie I ever imagined. The goddess in my heart saw it too, and she started thrashing in disgust. Enthralled with anger, 
The dark goddess sent a drumbeat rattling through my core. Her wrath was so potent, and now the ground began to shake worse than before. I reached for the panther's fur, but I twitched when I felt the onset of an earthquake. I took hold of the beloved panther, but I pinched him when I felt the earth shake. My hand squeezed the panther's neck, and the big cat shrieked with pain. His eyes turned yellow in distrust, and now I watched the panther's love shift from gentle to insane. At once the panther jumped. He was trying to escape, but I clutched onto him even harder, which was my own terrible mistake. There was no way I could let him go. It was impossible to allow him to leave, and so I squeezed my beloved panther so tight until his fangs began to chatter and seize. My eyes peered into his. His yellow eyes began to cry. If I let go, he'd run forever. But by holding on, I forced him to look into the cage where he was meant to die. I need you to listen to me, I yelled at the panther. His claws ripped through my layers. Oh, what had I done? It was so selfish to bring him back. And now the panther leapt out of my arms and started to run. Letting go of everything, I collapsed onto the ashes and bones covering the four kingdoms like a layer of disillusionment cast upon the sacred space. My eyes couldn't see beneath the ashes. This reality was too dense. And I tried to run after the panther, but his legs kicked out the flame when the fire died before it all went black. The last thing I saw was the empty space hiding behind his yellow eyes. Waiting in the darkness, my soul hung from my head. Exhausted and alone, I stumbled without the presence of the panther as I was better off dead. Pure darkness swallowed everything, for I had lost all his magical sight. Now the blackness stretched on forever without a flame. This was the eternal lack of light. No more creativity, not a single ounce of bliss, and all the sacred beauty in this space was covered with debris just like how I'd dissolve into this abyss. I searched everywhere for the beloved panther, but not a single ember ever came to light my way. Whispering to the ashes, I'd rather die without him than live another day. Weary and heavy, I cried in agony over the pain, because without the beloved panther I was nothing, and this nothingness always stayed the same. Ma, I cried aloud, abundant one who gives birth to all, creatress of the universe, our beloved panther is gone, and I feel so empty without his grace. She was hidden in her nature, invisible within these dark spaces, and even though I couldn't see past the emptiness, I kept picturing all the goddess's faces. She had to be here somewhere. Only the Divine Mother could rescue our light, because whenever I was at my lowest, I found myself whispering to her in the dead of the night. I've lost a mother, I cried out. I've lost that light, and I'll do anything to get it back. Please, Ma, what must I do to find our glorious beloved panther? A rumble grew through the emptiness when I heard her voice ring out. If you build him a temple, he will recognize it as a sacred place. If you build him a holy fortress within your own soul, his truth will be revealed throughout all empty space, she whispered. But we are lost without him. I cannot see a thing. Oh, how could I manage to build something worthy when all I am is nothing? The temple is crafted in the mind. It is created in the essence of empty space. Look within your soul and reunite the spirit with the truth's ultimate grace. But where should I even begin? I heard a sound ring out as the vibration resonated up my backbone. Pray for forgiveness, said the mother. Call out to Lord Rama. Chant to God's holy names in Allah, Jehovah, and Brahma. Wandering alone, Without any means, 
I began to search everywhere for the beloved panther as I pictured the temple of my dreams. Seconds turned to days, days turned to weeks, and surely those weeks became years, but I could not tell where I had been or which mountains of ash I'd stumbled up before. I looked everywhere, but I could see no signs of my beloved panther anymore. It is a lie to give up. That is not how I raise my youth. Listen with love in your heart, as I will tell you a story of the truth, said the dark goddess. Falling to my knees, I collapsed in desperation, waiting for the return of my beloved panther. And so the dark goddess spoke. One night a man was crying, Allah, Allah, Allah. His lips grew sweet with praise until a cynic came by and said, So, I have heard you calling out, but have you ever gotten any response? The man who was praying had no answer to that. He quit calling out to God and fell in a confused sleep. There he dreamed when he saw a guardian of souls in a thick foliage where the angel asked him, But why did you stop praying? And so the man answered, Because I've never heard anything back. That's me, mother, I interrupted. That's where I am. This longing you express is the return message. The grief you cry out from draws you toward union. Your pure sadness that wants help is the secret cup. Listen to the moan of the dog for its master. That whining is the connection. There are love dogs that no one knows the name of. Give your life to be one of them. That truth is from Rumi. A love dog? Forgiveness, I begged. Father, forgive me. I rose up to my feet and continued onward in search of my beloved panther. Even in the darkness, knowing the panther and I could be kingdoms apart, I continued calling out to him, praying he'd come back and clean the filth from my heart. After some time, the mother whispered, And above all, surrender. <laughs>